Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you believe you can live a pain-free, vital life? Do you want to step back into your power and share your gifts with the world? Are you ready to make a commitment? to you it's time to reclaim your inheritance as a self-healer welcome to the nature of healing happy holidays healers i'm roseanne are you ready for the transition into a new year today during these last days of 2019 when you're off your normal schedule it is a great time to ponder Ponder where our world is and where it's headed and ask yourself, if you make time for yourself, if where the world is going according to the news cycle is lining up where you are and want to be. If you're seeing this world manifest in ways you did not imagine, for instance, in new medical mandates new ID laws and restrictions, new gene sequencing technologies, uh, geoengineered skies, controlled weather, geoengineered foods from ultra-pasteurized dead milk on store shelves to meat designed and created in a lab. If you notice an uptick in military presence around the world, in your neighborhood, or laws that benefit one group of people over another. If you're noticing these things and feel that you did not agree to this when you came here or when you woke up recently, then you're not alone. For those of you who believe that you must go along to get along, get ready for the real ID laws and the chips to go with them. This will allow your energy to be tracked 24-7 along with everyone else's. Harnessing humanity, rather the energy of humanity, is the focus of this podcast. Depending on who does the harnessing determines a benefit or a detriment for the soul of humanity. And you have a say. If you want to choose a different way but don't know how to get there, then this podcast is for you. Let's first talk about energy and time and shifting your perception about this world that you've woken up to. Now, if we want to start in the beginning, <laughs> there is no linear time. Time is a construct for this existence in this matrix. Outside of this 3D world, there is no cyclical clock, no seasons, no celestial program. There's only energy, consciousness. Now, that concept's hard to contemplate when we're here in physical form. So the first thing to note in changing perception is to know that you are more than your physical body. I like to say that we're both biophysical and metaphysical, and we need to work in all of our aspects and to appreciate all our dimensions. We need to see ourselves as multidimensional, 
beyond space and time because then we have access to all of who we are. And that comes in handy when we want to heal ourselves because for full healing, we have to work in our physical body, our mental body, our emotional body, our soul body, our spirit body, and any other bodies in between. And they have to come into balance or alignment. We have to be open to thinking in new ways and in working in new ways. Now, when we see ourselves as more than what we see in a mirror, our perspective changes. We see our world in a different light. We see that lightness and darkness are two sides of duality, just like Democrats and Republicans are two sides of the same coin. But we also see that they are not needed outside this dimension, which some people refer to as the zero point. Now, I don't know if that is a good term to use or not. For me, that space is more of a feeling. It's a feeling you have when you're in meditation or that space between sleeping and wakefulness where you are between worlds, partially connected to your body yet outside the body. What if we saw all things in their true form? Do you think we might create a different world? Do you think that there may be a group of beings who understand this aspect of our world better than we do, and they're using it to their advantage? Perhaps they have a mission for their soul's purpose as we do for ours. It's not for me to pass judgment on anyone or any species. We're all connected through consciousness. But how do we understand the transformation of energy to make a better world as we move forward into the next decade? Is it possible? I know everything is possible. I learned this through my experience of healing myself from a diagnosis of profound hypothyroidism. If I can do that using natural solutions, aligning with nature, anyone can. We just have to change perception. We are all self-healers, even though we are made to believe that only others can make it happen for us. If we can heal ourselves knowing how to access all our dimensions, then we need to start there. We need to look at our energy body as the most important of our bodies. Energy manifests the physical. Energy is vibration. And we already know that sound is vibration. So the sound of your voice is healing energy. But your thoughts are also energy and vibration. And energy is neither created nor destroyed. It simply changes form. It transitions. You may know that truth from simple chemistry, but what I want to do today is go beyond chemistry, beyond schooling. We're going to unschool because in order to make a new path or create new circuits, we can't keep walking in circles, recycling old patterns, right? And on that note, I wanted to introduce to you a man I know from his YouTube videos who often ponders like I do. His YouTube channel is called Awaiting Wisdom. And he's not here in person, but he granted me permission to use this video that I wanted to share. Now, if your thoughts are energy that can create your personal world, because think about it, thoughts create feelings, 
or align with feelings that create the actions that manifest your world around you. It's your actions that create your world and they originate from your thoughts. I've often suggested that that is exactly what we need to do to remake our world. We need to think differently and the world could change instantly. And the world is changing. It's always changing, but not in a direction that's benefiting humanity. It's changing in a direction that sabotages humanity. And that suggests that other beings, perhaps fourth dimensional, parasitic beings, who can see our dimension differently from how we see it, from their perspective, maybe they manipulate it and they're using our collective energy to their benefit at our expense. Now, I've written articles and done a few podcasts on secret societies that use rituals and language to manifest what they desire. It's no secret how these societies function. The books on these topics are out there for anyone to discover. And these societies are the ones that run the current world. When we agree to what's transpiring, we inadvertently create this world. The more we see laws that take away informed consent and just complain about it, the more we enslave ourselves. We enslave humanity. A world with increased monitoring of our energy using smart meters, a world with less freedoms. This is a world we all allow to manifest when we are unaware of how energy is used. And if we do not push the stop button on this program, a program that starts in the public school system and continues through television and movies, this world will transform into a transhumanistic world where our minds will be connected to a grid a machine, the smart grid, where our individual minds become one hive mind. Think about the Borg on Star Trek. That was not fiction. That was disclosure. At least that's what I think. The TV was created as a weapon of control for just that purpose. So everyone is seeing the same thing believing the same thing, manifesting the same thing. One mind with the same thoughts playing out in our heads and then making reality. Is that something you're prepared to be a part of? Do you want to change your thought process and contemplate a different world so that you can harness your energy without interference? To do that, you have to stop following the leaders of your movements who only talk about doom and gloom, but offer no solutions. There are no true leaders and followers unless you allow that to happen. We're all equals in consciousness, right? Do you worship celebrities? Do you take selfies with them? Are they leading you into a trap? Be aware of what you are creating at all times. So now let's listen to Awaiting Wisdom and the Parasites That Want Your Soul. I'll leave a link to his 17-minute video in the show notes. And now to Awaiting Wisdom. Mind control is a lot easier than many might think, and anybody can do it. What, you don't believe me? 
You don't think that everybody has the power to control hundreds, thousands, maybe even millions of people's minds? Then let's do a little experiment, shall we? I'll show you how mind control can work. So, wherever in the world you are right now as you're hearing this, I order you to think of the Eiffel Tower on a rainy evening being struck by lightning. Okay? Thinking about that image? Right. Now, try to stop thinking about the Eiffel Tower on a rainy evening being struck by lightning. Bit more difficult, right? That essentially is an example of mind control. I planted an image and a situation in your mind and it was there. And even when you tried to stop thinking about it, some of you would have still had that image. You see, it's easy to implant ideas and images onto another person's brain. Now, imagine that I did that little experiment on a worldwide audience. Say either TV or internet. Let's say one or two billion people. And imagine too that instead of my innocent Eiffel Tower image, I ordered you to watch and think about something far more powerful, like the World Trade Center imploding, or Osama bin Laden firing his machine gun at some unseen target, or Prince William's wedding as he's groomed to become the once and future king. So what are the effects and perils of making hundreds of millions, even billions of people see and hear exactly the same thing at exactly the same time all over the world? And that's repeated time and time again. What, if any, is the aggregated effect on the collective psyche, on physical brains and even on the physical world of all that psychic energy? Can the collective psyche unwittingly precipitate physical events? And now, thanks to worldwide TV, radio and the internet, these collective effects are unprecedented in history. We are treading unexplored territory. We just don't know whether or not such effects exist, whether we might be opening a veritable Pandora's box by tapping into deep recesses of the collective psyche. And even more, is it possible that this aggregated effect generated by untold hundreds of millions of human brains could be consciously tapped by unseen controllers to generate certain effects, phenomena or circumstances that fit their agendas? Could such a subtle effect be used to materialise ideas and events and thus used to influence worldly matters? If it should someday be discovered that these phenomena do exist and that the powers that should not be think tanks, Tavistock Institute, allied with the CIA, MI6 and others, harness such unconscious collective psychic energies for their own ends and purposes using masses of human beings everywhere, well at least everywhere there's TV and internet, to physically materialise their objectives, then we really ought to investigate this sooner rather than later. What an irony if they were to use our own minds against ourselves to enslave us to their objectives and needs. In other words, can the collective psyche be harnessed to mislead man and womankind onto paths of social, political, cultural, economic and intellectual destruction? A lot of this is happening today, as any student of PSYOPs and PSY-WAR well knows. 
the upper echelons of power often interact and communicate through a totally different system of symbolic language that, when properly understood, lends credence to Illuminati tradition and the impact of Freemasonic orders. Don't be fooled, they're not just playing around with signs and symbols or words of power and dates. They know only too well the intrinsic power of Kabbalistic numbers, for example, and use them in many of their tricks of the trade. You see, at times they function as signposts and markers for their strategic planning and false flag operations, knowing that the majority of people's untrained eyes will miss them altogether, or, worse still, will just consider them innocent whims, a play of no importance. They function as did spies of old who would send instructions to their covert agents in a foreign land by publishing some small ad in the classified section of a local newspaper, right out in the open, innocent and innocuous and yet so important. With hindsight, we now realise the numerous telltale signs from Hollywood that 9-11 was being planned and that somehow it had to be communicated to the friends in the know. There we have it in plain sight in the City of New York versus Simpsons episode aired on the 21st of September 1997. America's favourite family decides to visit the World Trade Centre after Bart and Lisa show a brochure saying 911. Later, a hobo on the subway gives his address as Jesus, care of the Pentagon, or the 1997 movie The Matrix, when Neo is arrested, his passport expiry date is the 11th of September 2001, or the launch episode of the series The Lone Gunman on Fox TV, March 2001. The plot? Well, insiders plan to ram a jetliner into the World Trade Center and blame it on terrorists. Were these warnings? Clearly, behind most innocent-looking things, there are signs to be read. And to understand what's happening today is like driving on a road from one town to another. You need to understand and properly interpret a whole host of signs, warning and notices telling you where to exit, where to step on the accelerator and when to brake. We would do well to understand such signs and have the proper maps, or better still, our own PSYOPs GPS to find our way. The human psyche has very deep archaic recesses where powerful dormant forces wait to be awakened. The collective unconscious, about which Swiss psychoanalyst Carl Jung spoke, is a powerful source of archaic, collectively inherited, psychic tendencies embedded in man and rooted in the very fabric of the cosmos. Jung called them archetypes, that, when channeled in specific directions, may unleash the psychic epidemics he warned us about. In fact, on May 30th, 1961, just eight days before he died, Jung dictated to his daughter his last visions. He said, I see enormous stretches devastated, enormous stretches of the earth, but thank God, not the whole planet. And Jung made a drawing with the caption under it that said, The last 50 years of humanity. That points exactly to our time. The power elites know this only too well and make good use of it, which might explain why Jung's psychology is much less publicly talked about 
than the elite's favourite son, Sigmund Freud. Freud thought of the subconscious as basically a trash can of repressed personal traumas. Jung thought of the unconscious as superior to the conscious mind and held that it was governed by inherited psychic tendencies. Freud thought his laws of psychology were universally valid. Jung believed that every race or ethnic group had blatantly obvious psychological difference. So it's high time we too woke up to the not-so-hidden signs being used to unleash psychic tsunamis on us, taking advantage of these unconscious energies, perhaps to even create self-fulfilling prophecies. The elites do have an Achilles heel. They need you to be a willing accomplice. They need you to be passive. They need to buy your acceptance to do what they want you to do. They need you to sell your soul to them. Literally, they need you to sign a virtual contract in which you say, yes, I will obey your feudal elite overlords if you will allow me to live and enjoy rights. Now, this truth is as old as mankind. In the play Faust, we are shown a knowledge-thirsty, over-intellectualized professor signing a blood contract with the devil himself in exchange for the minor glories of worldly fame and shine. Now, have you ever asked yourself why should the devil need anybody to sign a contract with him? Easy. It would appear that the powers of darkness, the forces of evil, need you to serve them of your own free will. It seems there's a cosmic rule that even the old man devil himself cannot override, which says that his victims must serve him of their own free will. That is the elite's Achilles heel that we must exploit to the utmost. I opened up this video talking about how collective psychic energy can be harnessed for matters pertaining to this world. I'd like now to examine a more out their view of how subtle forces of darkness may also be harnessing collective psychic energies to achieve their ends beyond this world. Those of you that have read the Tibetan Book of the Dead know that when we depart this world, a subtle part of us, mind, the psychic personality residue, remains for a while. It is suddenly left, however, without a physical brain and the senses to support it. There are indications that psychic residue may continue to guide soul onto the next incarnation as we experience in the beyond through the mental body, the car of the Egyptians. However, it has no control over the physical world as we had when our live brains controlled our feet, mouth, hands interacting with the world, i.e., do this and do that. When we die, we no longer have physical organs. However, our soul's journey beyond the car still continues to project ideas and concepts and here lies a possible danger. When we are incarnate, mental projections are kept at bay because our trustworthy senses immediately kick in with their logic to filter out or buffer and separate what we can from what we cannot be. So, even if the mind imagines a pink elephant floating past my window, I will not actually see nor experience that because my eye-brain senses kick in and say, that's impossible. 
So, let's do another simple experiment. Imagine that on a sunny day in a bar full of people, I told you, think about being all alone in a cemetery with crypts opening and walking dead coming at you. You'd probably just laugh at me because there's no way you could even project such a preposterous image. Now, imagine I say exactly the same words whilst we are both alone at midnight on a moonless night inside a real cemetery. Your eyes cannot see, but your mind's eye certainly conjures up all sorts of horrific images. Worse still, your ears are pricked. What was that rushing sound? Did I hear a sinister whisper? What was that shadow I caught with the corner of my eye? By now, many people would start going into full panic mode. Why? Because when it's dark and silent, our senses offer little protection against mental projections of the most horrible images. That's when you regret having seen such a terrible movie and those images now come back to haunt you. And when you start having doubts about what may really be out there in the shadows at night, which are a symbol of the deepest recesses of your own psyche. Well, some say when we die it gets even worse than that, for we no longer have eyes and ears and a brain to sort out and organise what we see and hear. It would seem that whatever we project in the beyond becomes real, at least psychologically real. Now, I'm fairly certain that some of the folks running Hollywood know this, and the fact that they've overloaded our brains with the most horrific images and fears may serve the purpose of sending us all, literally, to hell. Because in the beyond, if in life you were scared of hornets, you'll project real hornets, if you were scared of Walking Dead, you'll project zombies. And if the movie Aliens really made you jump from your seat, well, get ready. By the same token, if we cherished and believed in Christ and the Blessed Virgin, they will greet us when we die. Same if you believe in Allah. And departed mum and dad and your long lost dog will be projected too. Actually, initial projections are from the heart and they're always beautiful and warm. But... As the after-death intermediate state, known in the Book of the Dead as the Bardu, progresses, projections from the mind begin. That's when the soul can run into trouble. Spanish painter Francesco Goya alludes to this in his 1799 print, The Dreams of Reason Produce Monsters. So, maybe the powers that should not be are aiming at controlling us here and in the hereafter. Why? Well, I don't really know. Maybe it's part of their satanic ritual, whereby they must feed their ghoulish gods. Beelzebub, Satan, Yahweh, Baphomet, Allah, and other such bloodthirsty, soul-thirsty, cosmic rules. The essence of blood on this side of reality has its counterpart in psychic energy, in the beyond. The rules of the game are there for us all to see. Don't deliver up your mind and your soul. Don't be a passive collaborator, because doing nothing is exactly what the powers that shouldn't be want from you. Passive collaboration. Biblical tradition says that Lucifer shouted his rebellion to high heaven, yelling, 
non serviam, I will not serve. Isn't it a strange, uncanny twist of fate that it's now our duty to turn the table back on the evil ones and shout back at them, I will not serve. So what do you think? Did you have some of the same thoughts? Will you serve the status quo? Were some of these ideas new ideas? You might want to look at some of his other videos to contemplate related ideas about how this world works. Or you can continue to do what you wish. That is the beauty of this world, this matrix. You can believe and think what you want. However, it doesn't hurt to hear new ideas and think in new ways, especially as we move forward to the next year. Keep an open mind, but understand that others may be harnessing your energy against you and without your knowledge. Finally, a big thank you to Awaiting Wisdom. Until next time, healers, lots of love. Visit or consult with Roseanne Lindsay, naturopath, at natureofhealing.org, where you can find her books at her website and at amazon.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.